I want to talk about the times and season. As a matter of fact, God will do nothing, but he will reveal it unto his servants, the prophets. We are in a particular time and season where things are not the same again as they used to be. And if you are not properly aligned with the one that is inspired by the Spirit of God, you may lose sight and not be able to manage the circumstance at hand. Because indeed, there's nothing that happens that God will not give a pre-notice for. The scripture says, and I quote, it says, in the last days, the love of men for one another will wax cold. God is good. The season we find ourselves is a season whereby the warmth of love is almost leaving the scene. The wax of people for one another is waxing cold. It is not intentional for people to be that cold. Circumstances usually beyond the control of the people is making this to happen. Hallelujah. For you, who usually used to reach out to your loved ones for assistance and they just respond quickly to you, do not get angry if their response is not as rapid as it used to be. Because a lot of people generally are trying to be conservative with what exactly they are going through does not mean that they are ignoring you. Now, the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of the devices of the adversary. The devil in his usual way has been working tooth and nail in order for him to gain fully put himself on the throne as a controller of the world. It is when you give room to him that he will manifest himself through you. You are designed with the ability to choose what you want. You have the power of choice. You can choose to allow him live his life through you. When you give yourself over to the fruits of the flesh, and you can also choose to allow the Spirit of God manifest himself through you when you give yourself wholeheartedly, completely, to the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So the devil we are talking about manifests himself through most times the consciousness of those who are ignorant of his devices. He has been doing that. I mean, those who operate under the fruit of the flesh, those who live in hate, anger, jealousy, pride, who are consumed by the lust of the flesh. Those are the ways the devil 
dwell in the consciousness of a lot of people. As a matter of fact, the devil has nobody. He operates in the consciousness of those whose minds are not properly checkmated. Hallelujah. So, what are you to do as a child of God? You are supposed to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, point out some of these traits that you may possess or you may have inherited by birth and begin to work on how to grow beyond and above them. And when you do so, the consciousness of the devil would disappear into the atmosphere. Now, the devil has no hands, but the hands of people to also do his work. He has no mind of his own. He uses the mind of people to execute judgment, condemnation, others. So we need to be very, very, very watchful and more prayerful. Prayer keeps us in alignment with the energy of God. You have the ability to resist the devil when you are fully energized in the place of prayer. In other words, for you to be able to overcome any temptation, it requires your ability to absorb the energy of God in the place of prayer. So those who would overcome the temptations of the enemy would do so because they are what? Prayerful. This was the reason why the Bible said, pray always. You can't be in an attitude of prayer and fall for temptation because you have already aligned yourself with the energy of God, with the consciousness of God. Hallelujah. And from there, you be strong enough to resist what the devil is bringing towards you. Christ was able to overcome the devil because of the fact that he was just coming out from a place of prayer. After fasting for 40 days and nights, the devil came all out for him. The devil did not come to exchange martial blows or kick with him. He was using just words. But because he was so full of the energy of God, filled with the Spirit, he could deduce what the devil is trying to do. In other words, the devil was coming as a friend as at that time, not as an enemy. Hallelujah. So a lot of the times, situations will erupt and the devil would come at you through those who are trying to act as if they want to help you out of that situation. If you are not full of the energy of God, you begin to give in to their suggestions. In the process of your having conversations with people whose hearts are yet to be regenerated, you should be very, very mindful not to give yourself all away. Because the devil is subtle in his ways. Hallelujah. Now, once you see people try to make a graphic expression of the devil, most times you may see an angel 
trampling upon the head of a two-horned man and with an ugly face to the ground. The real devil beyond that picture is not on the floor, but he's already defeated. He knows he's already defeated, but that doesn't mean that he still does not communicate with people. If the devil knows that you know him too well, it will be very, very hard for him to get you to be defeated, but he will try. If the devil can try our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who are you? A lot of people have sold their birthright from just mere conversations. God is good. You don't just display the power of God at every given opportunity. Hallelujah. It is not in your place to begin to do that. It doesn't mean that you are not filled. We spend so much time trying to prove who we already are to those who will never be satisfied. Hallelujah. Now, if Christ had fallen for the trap of turning the stone into bread, they would have asked him to do something else. Thereby, he will now become the master over Jesus because Jesus Christ would unconsciously be lured into taking instructions from him. If you take instruction from him the first time, the second time and the third time, he has become his master. Are we together? This is the reason why the Bible says that we should be as wise as what? The serpent. You will say, I'm a child of God. Am I communicating? And you begin to pray, Oh Lord, bless me. Are you sure you have not given in to the devil's suggestion by praying for the same blessing you already have? Whatsoever the devil is asking you to pray about, you already have it. That's my point. The Bible declared in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 28. After he made male and female, he blessed them. And he will go about asking for blessing again. After the devil has suggested to you that you are not blessed, through multiple sources, registering it in your mind that you are not blessed, say, I'm blessed. Make sure you do not fall for the trap of not feeling blessed. The trap of not feeling blessed is what is making you to ask for the blessing. But if you feel blessed and you maintain that consciousness, the blessing will be what attracted to you. Christ proved another point that the devil was not supposed to ask him that you turn stone to become bread. How can you tell the one who is a bread to the hungry to turn stone to become bread again? The water to the thirsty. Jesus Christ knew primarily who he is in God. What he stands for, he was aware of it. That he is physically hungry does not mean that he is spiritually hungry. Christ said we shall not live by what? bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In other words, you are supposed to feed your spirit more than you feed your body. Once your spirit is filled, it will manifest in the physical. When it was really needed, Christ turned water to wine. At that point, Christ was still enjoying the consciousness of being spiritually filled 
while the devil came to him to turn the stone to become bread. Hallelujah. Bible says, be led by the spirit and you shall not what? Fulfill the lust, the hunger of the flesh. Just as food is necessary for your well-being physically, the word of God is also necessary for your spiritual well-being. Hallelujah. The times and season we find ourselves, the devil has taken his seat and is calling himself his majesty. And the fear of him that is being projected in church is even establishing his kingdom the more. We spend hours acknowledging the place of the devil rather than acknowledging a balanced subject of how to overcome him. You overcome the devil technically. You cannot just open your mouth to begin to say, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. And you are still maintaining the consciousness of anticipated failure. You are setting yourself up for another disaster. Because what you fear the most will overtake you. Hallelujah. I'm coming from the dimension of Christ. When it was time to wrestle the devil out of heaven, there was war in heaven. They fought. But when it was time for Christ to take the kingdom back, they didn't fight. Too. It was what? The war of words. Hallelujah. And out of the abundance of the heart, the master. Do not just open your mouth and speak after the fashion of Jesus if you do not carry the same consciousness of him. If you speak after the manner of Jesus and what you are saying, you are not speaking it from his kind of consciousness. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ, right? You should have the kind of mind Christ has before you'll be able to decree a thing like him and it will come to pass. If not, if you keep decreeing, you may get response because his name is all-powerful. But there will be a time whereby you will come with a stiff-necked opposition. When he gives you a stern look for some time, you will begin to lose balance. Hallelujah. Just like the seven sons of Sceva, you ask you, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? The who that you are consists in the summary of your most dominant thought pattern. Not what you want people to see and hear of you alone. Hallelujah. The times and seasons we find ourselves. To be anxious is to have the fear of what, what may happen. Am I communicating anxiety disorder? Hallelujah. To be living in fear. Do not be afraid. Rather, where there's a casting down, you should decree what? Lifting up. And as you are decreeing it, make sure that your mind is at equilibrium with what you are saying. Your mind is in agreement with your declaration. David said, he lead me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil will not come to you and begin to tell you who are you. 
you see. And a child of God. You have to prove it. Not to just declare it. The book of James, from chapter 1 from verse 1, said it clear that you should count it all joy when you pass through what? Diverse of tests. Those tests you go through are not to consume you. They are to help you to forge a stronger version of you mindfully. So if you are always having this phobia for temptations and trials, then you can never grow. You know, when it's time for exams, it's a time whereby you'll be checkmated. It's most times not always interesting when it's time to be checkmated. God is good. But if you write your exams in fear, there's a possibility that you'll forget everything that you knew and you'll fail woefully. Now, if you have phobia for trials and temptation and you are trying to always avoid trials and temptation, that means you have phobia for progress and growth. And most of the times, these trials may come in a unique way. It may not come as the regular one that you have already read about. Now, if you have a unique assignment here on earth, there's a possibility that you will face very, very extreme or unique trials. Great men, great women who have made history, the road was not so smooth for virtually all of them. David had to go through some very, very, very extreme conditions where at his early age of about 17, he was made to lead the Israelites in battle against the Philistines. A person with zero experience in the art of war. But because of the unique oil on his head, he needed to be stout-hearted. He was strong enough to withstand the Philistines' army, Goliath. And he began to use the war of words. He mindfully used the war of words by declaring, you come against me with your armory, but I come against you in the name of the Lord, in whom you are first of all defiled. Today, your head will be removed and handed over to the beds of the feet. And as he has decreed, all the forces in heaven and on earth backed the effort up. See, your effort will be effortless without a powerful confession. I am who God says I am. What God says you are is it registered in the deepest recesses of your mind. This is where the secret is. The times and season we find ourselves is a unique one. And you need to be grounded. You need to be extremely intentional about your stand by mindfully registering into the deepest recesses of your mind 
whom God has said you are. How do you do that? You do that every day. You wake up in the morning, I am who God says I am. Reaffirm it for almost 50 times before you go outside. Because if you are not speaking to yourself, who will be speaking to you? You cannot become who God Almighty wants you to be if you do not reaffirm it to yourself. That is the secret. If the word of God has said you are blessed and you don't reaffirm it to yourself every day, you will begin to feel as if you are not blessed. Hallelujah. The reason why we pray every day is not to begin something new. It's just to reaffirm our place. Simple. Remember, the words we speak are spirits and life. David will say, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, thou preparest a table before me is, in other words, saying that God is fully aware of everything and anything he would go through or he is going through. You prepare a table before me. David is saying you prepare a table before me, but you will say, why me? God, where are you? He, I, he always hijack the situation from the hands of Satan. Knowing fully well that before Satan does anything to him, he must have God's permission. So God is in charge. God is aware of that trial you are going through. If you do not acknowledge him in order for him to be honored in your trial, he will not give you the trophy. See, I'm an embodiment of God's grace. Apostle Paul says something. He says, work out your own salvation. Salvation is to be set free, remember, from the penalty of sin and sin itself. Hallelujah. If you don't affirm victory on a daily basis, you will be living as a captive. The devil will wear the chain of captivity on your feet, on your hands. Hallelujah. And at the end of the day, he will throw you behind bars. Because you don't know whom you have believed. Once has God spoken, twice should you hear it. In fact, you should hear it 50 times in order for what God has said to sit in your spirit, to sit in your body, and the energy will begin to radiate from within you. Begin to declare, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am who God says I am. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. See, I carry the decentralized kingdom of God on the inside. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is where? Within. If it's within, that means the kingdom of God is unified, is decentralized. It's like a blockchain technology whereby everybody can have access. Hallelujah. When you believe, if thou canst believe, all 
things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible. You are not limited. And you are unlimited. And no force is strong enough this year to cause you to be limited. As a matter of fact, what you are going through now at the moment is only a setup for a greater comeback. So what I'm going through now is a setup for a greater comeback. Just imagine a man experiencing blindness for 38 years in order to have a bigger comeback. So no matter how long you are going through that situation, Joseph went through his 13 years. It was only a setup for his bigger comeback. Hallelujah. He was promoted beyond that level to the national level. God is good. The devil is so subtle in his ways, which is the reason why the Bible says he should be as wise as what? The serpent, which promotes the devil. It is the snake or serpent that is subtle. So the ways of the devil is as subtle as the ways of a snake. And if Jesus said he should be as wise as serpent, be as wise as serpent, please. When you pray for God's wisdom, it's going to give you uncommon circumstances that will trigger the wisdom that was already inside of you because you already have it. But something needs to activate it. And those trials are there to activate what is already in you. So you should count it all joy when you go through what? Uncommon situations because this uncommon situation activates. Hallelujah. Gold in his raw form looks worthless. But if it goes through the fire, everybody will begin to appreciate it. Now, if you do not pass through your own fire of trials, your value cannot increase. The value of gold increases after it has passed through the burning furnace. Your value will only increase when you pass through what? Those unusual trials. Christ asks, are you willing to drink of my cup? Hallelujah. Was it not a false allegation against him for them to say, he said he's the king of the Jews? God is good. No matter how the world, the economy, try to put you under the pressure to change who you are, Fight your way. We are fighting the good fight of faith. When all is said and done, a time will come whereby you yourself, you've, you will have this satisfaction in your spirit. And like Apostle Paul, you will say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Before you receive the crown, David did not receive the crown until he defeated his enemy. Hallelujah. The call on Prophet Isaiah's life made no sense until King Uzzah died. The manifestation of God's kingdom may make no sense until Christ overcame the devil. How are you handling your own trials, your trying moments? Are you giving in or you are giving up? So during the time of trial, God Almighty, you should leave you alone to go through it. 
But if you pray well enough, he will send his Holy Spirit to stand by you. You need the supernatural strength of God. You need God's kind of wisdom to pass through your what? Trials and temptation to come out better. That's not the time to begin to acknowledge God in the lesser way. That's not the time to forget about God. It's the time to even pray the more. Hallelujah. Tell anybody, the time you feel like not praying is a pointer for you to pray the more. The apostles of Jesus, Paul and Silas, they were in the prison already, which suggests that they are serving the punishment, right, already for something they have done. They were supposed to sit down there and say, okay, let's wait until the punishment season will finish. So the time you are even suffering some consequence, it's not the time to stop praying. Where you feel there's nothing we can do, there's nothing I can do about it. That's the time you should begin to do what? Raise your voice to the heavens and begin to sing praises to God, the maker of heaven and earth. And it can reduce your jail term. The prison door was uprooted by God Almighty. It's God not big. The same way he brought down the walls of Jericho, he brought in the same angels and they uprooted the prison gate from foundation. I pray for you today. Where the enemies feel they have gotten you, the Lord will make a name for himself in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. If you are conversant with the podcast, you can easily locate your Spotify application where you can catch us up by searching Apostle Solomon Paul on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts as well with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. We're also on Breaker Radio with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. And under the name Apostle Solomon Paul, you'll find every of our broadcasts and you can click on any where you can be inspired by the Spirit-filled message as delivered by us in Jesus' name.